Hello and welcome to the next in my series of studies in John's Gospel. In our last talk, we looked in the beginning part of John 7 as to why Jesus didn't go to Jerusalem. He says it's not the right time for him to die. And we looked at why uh, he had still things to teach the disciples. But I want to look now at why people hated him. Why were they so angry with Jesus that they wanted him to die? In our culture, we don't often come across people who are really, really angry with Jesus or hate him. What we do come across is people who hate Christianity, who hate Christians, who hate the church. And so it's much more in our culture to be able to articulate and identify the reasons why people hate Christianity rather than the reasons why they hate Jesus. Unless... In case you're not aware, let me just suggest that uh, they broadly are in these kind of areas, that Christians are perceived to be judgmental, particularly in relationship to the gay community. So a lot of people hate the church for the perceived attitude of Christians towards the gay community. Another big reason right now as I speak uh, to you during the American election, a lot of the reasons why people hate Christianity is the perceived support for certain uh, political figures who might be considered uh, misogynist, gun-worshipping, privilege-protecting. And the way in which it's often said, evangelicals are supporting these political views. A lot of people perceive that Christianity is about self-interest and that people choose to be Christians because of how it blesses and benefits them, irrespective of the rest of the world. So there's a lot of anger and resentment towards Christianity out there. We might summarize it as a lack of compassion perceived whether it's to the gay community, whether it's to other ethnic groups, whether it's to women, and a lack of support for the vulnerable. Now, is this the criticism of Jesus? Are these the reasons why they hated him? Did they hate him for his attitude towards the gay community? Did they hate him for his support of political leaders? Let's have a look. After this, John 1, Jesus went to Gal- around Galilee. I said before, Galilee is the northern part, Judea the southern part. He did not want to go about in Judea, which is where Jerusalem was, because the Jewish leaders there were looking for a way to kill him. Now, the Feast of the Tabernacles has come, and his brothers say to him that he should go down to Judea, where Jerusalem is, and do his miracles <clears throat> publicly there. But Jesus says, my time is not yet here. Uh, and uh, he says, for you, any time will do. And I explain why he says that in our last talk. But he says this, the world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. So why was Jesus hated? He says it's because he said that there were things that the world was doing that was evil. So what was Uh, And the the next question I want to look at at the end of this is, what was Jesus' response to being hated? So why was Jesus hated? What were the works of the world that he refers to that he's declared are evil? So I've gone back in John and tried to look at where Jesus begins to become unpopular. What events, what teaching made him unpopular? And the first real big milestone 
is around the cleansing of the temple. And you can go back and look at my study on that where you found this one in John chapter 2. But it's John chapter 4. But, push it, uh, but, but we, we, we discover that there were three things going on. The first is that he criticizes the people in the temple for pushing the poor away from God. He was, they had a practice that they had to exchange money for the correct sacrifice and that people were making money out of this and that made it harder for poorer people to come and worship. And he takes a whip and he uh, throws them out. So he says in, in, in his actions that their pushing of the poor away from God was evil. Now, why does Jesus consider that evil? Well, it's because it's clear in the Old Testament, in the prophets and, and the law, that God cares deeply for the poor. Therefore, any practice that discriminates or makes it harder for the poor to live their life, or particularly to worship God, is evil. Now, why were they so angry about this? Why was that so hard to change? What we see from human history is that it's much easier to protect privilege than it is to give a hand to the poor. In other words, when we have power or finance, it's much easier to hold on to that than to make things easier for those who are less advantaged. So they hated Jesus because he exposed to them their need to do more for the poor. And they didn't like that. Now, the second part of that story, and you can see it more fully if you could look back in the series in John 2, is that they had put money at the center. They were making money out of worship. And that, for them, was important. Money had become their goal. So why was that evil? Why would Jesus call that evil? Why would that be part of this testimony that their actions were evil? I think it's because money cannot bring us peace. It cannot bring us salvation. It cannot bring us eternal life. It cannot save us from our sin. And therefore, any system that seemed to prioritize money, that seemed to give value to money and allow it to continue to be a god, was evil. Because money is an illusion that takes people away from God. So why was it so hard for them to change? Why couldn't they just accept that Jesus had pointed out that money was too important to them? Well, it is because money had replaced God in many people's lives. And it feels very costly to trust God rather than to trust money. It feels very costly to put our hope in God rather than money. And the third aspect of that story, the cleansing of the temple, that seems to really have angered the people there, was that Jesus criticized them for encouraging empty ritual rather than real relationship with God. So what mattered is that they had bought the right sacrifice, not what their heart was saying to God. So their heart could be angry and bitter and unrepentant and unsorrowful. But as long as they bought the correct sacrifice, they were okay. And Jesus criticizes this ritualism. 
And that, he considers it evil because God seeks a genuine heart of love, not an outward behavior of conformity. It's not what we buy. It's not what we do. It's not what religious ceremonies we attend. It's not what religious actions we do that matter. What really is important is the real change in the heart that's required. And Jesus is pointing out that this empty ritual without a love of God within is evil because it destroys and corrupts. Now, why were they so angry with this? Why was that so hard to change? I think it's because religion is easier to do than to seek God. It's easier to turn up at church and sing the right things and go through the ritual of it than allow our hearts to be transformed by relationship with God. And they were angry that he pointed this out to them. Now, it may be that their whole anger centered just around the cleansing of the temple, and that would certainly be an argument to say, and, and, and that may be it. But I've, I, I suspect there's a couple of other things that happen in the preceding chapters. In John 4, we discover Jesus' acceptance and welcome of the Samaritan woman at the well. And here was a woman who was from a different racial background and who was that was perceived to be a threat to true Judaism. And the Samaritan woman says to Jesus, you are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? And, it, and then John spells it out, for Jews do not associate with Samaritans. And as this story becomes known, I suspect it contributed to this hatred of Jesus. Because here is a person who steps over the barriers, who reaches out to the people who are different. And why did Jesus consider the exclusion of foreigners evil? Well, it's quite simple, because all people are valuable and not to be judged. And not to be rejected because they are Samaritan or because they are a woman or because they are of a different race or a different religion or a different culture. Or even in this woman's case, we later find out, or because she had made mistakes. And why wouldn't they have accepted that? Why wouldn't they have embraced this glorious religion that broke down racial barriers? Because it's hard to change fears that we receive from our childhood. The fear of the different people. The fear of the people who look different, who worship a different God, who say things in a different way, who eat different things to us. And that kind of fear is often ingrained. The fear of difference. And they didn't embrace Jesus. They were angry with him, at least some of him. Those who didn't want to be his disciple. And then there is the story in John 5 of Jesus healing a man on the Sabbath. And they, uh, we hear explicitly that at the end of this, the, some of the Jewish people, and the Jewish leaders, wanted to persecute Jesus for this. Verse 16, so because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began to persecute him. Why? Because he had put the healing of this man ahead of compliance with their understanding of keeping the rules of the Sabbath. And why was that evil? Because suffering people should be helped. 
and that to help suffering was more important than to keep a religious rule. But why is that so hard to change? Because for many of us in religion, our identity and our self-worth comes from the fact that we keep the rules, that we're good people, that we don't do all the bad stuff. And so when someone comes along and threatens us by suggesting that maybe the rule that we think we must keep isn't quite as important as we thought, it can engender anger. And the last reason that they, were at, that they hated Jesus and they wanted him dead comes from the last few studies that we've looked at where they begin to reject Jesus as the one from God. And uh, we, particularly as he talks about being the bread of life, the provision of God for people. At this, the Jews began to grumble. This is John 6, 41, about him because he said, I am the bread that come down from heaven. And why is it so evil to reject Jesus and to reject him as coming from God? Because if we reject Jesus, we discredit the hope and the authority of his words of eternal life. And so Jesus has come to bring life and to tell them how to believe in him to have eternal life. And so if the people, the leaders were discrediting this, if they were rejecting this, if they were saying you mustn't believe in Jesus, they were stopping others from finding eternal life. Therefore, Jesus calls this evil works. And why was that so hard to change? I guess because they were afraid of submitting to Jesus and acknowledging him as their Lord. So why was Jesus hated? If we sum up, he cared for the poor. In the cleansing of the temple, he showed his compassion and care for the poor. He opposed the greed of those who were making money out of, transfer, out of exchanging sacrifices. And he was stopping a ritual that was empty. He welcomed the excluded. And he brought compassion to those who were suffering. And he brought eternal life from God. Now that list of reasons why people hated Jesus is very different to the reasons why people hate the church today. In fact, it's diametrically opposite. How is it that we have a reputation for being judgmental when the very reason that Jesus was persecuted and hunted down and put on the cross was that he was the opposite of judgmental. So when we express opinions about the behaviors of others, let's be very, very careful. Because we may not be siding with Jesus. We may be siding with his enemies. And this list of why he was hated is the very opposite of self-interest. And the perception of the church is that Christians do what is best for them. But actually Jesus was hated because he put the weak, the suffering, the excluded and the rejected first. And that's what the church needs to do. And what was Jesus' response to being hated? 
Was it to take up arms? Was it to rebuke? Was it to return hate for hate? John has already told us, for God so loved the world. He loves the world that hates him and gave his one and only son. We may be hated for being a Christian. It may be because we're associated with the media's highlighting of a form of Christianity that has lost Jesus. And we may feel it's unfair that we're hated in that way. And we need to respond with love. Or it may be that we end up being hated because we stand on behalf of those who are poor or oppressed or vulnerable, excluded or different. Because we don't stand for bullying or discrimination. Because we do care about giving and enriching the lives of the poor. And maybe that will bring about hatred and condemnation. But we must remember that that was the journey that Jesus took. And he invites us to take up our cross and follow him. Take up our form of persecution to follow him. So our questions of reflection. Are there any times we side against Jesus? Because we're involved in harming rather than helping the poor. Because we worship money rather than God. Because we put religion before a heart transformation. Because we hold on to prejudices or because we neglect compassion. Are there times when we side against Jesus? Let's pray. Lord, will you help us to follow as your disciple and to be good news to the poor, even if that is unpopular? Will you help us not to worship money, even if that makes us different? And will you help us to seek relationship with you rather than ritual? To welcome the stranger and those who are different to us. And to act with care and compassion to all who are ill or suffering in one way or another. Lord, help us to be your followers. And the final question is what is our response to hatred. And so we say, Lord, where we are ridiculed, where we feel discriminated against because of our faith, will you help us not to respond with judgmentalism? Will you help us not to respond with anger? Will you help us not to respond with aggression, but with compassion and mercy and grace? For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.